this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm so excited about another episode of our podcast. I'm excited for you to hear from Jordan Mitchell today. Jordan's a student at the University of Southern Mississippi, also just finished his football career there, just an incredible young man, both on and off the field. I can't wait for you to hear from Jordan, so let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today, Jordan. Oh, yes, sir. No problem. I'm glad I can have this opportunity to do it with you. You bet. So I like to start these out with some background information. So if you don't mind, just, you know, tell the, list, the listeners a little bit about yourself, um, maybe where you grew up, your family growing up, and um, where you are today. Oh, uh, well, I'm Jordan Mitchell. I played football for Southern, obviously. Uh, I grew up right here, here in Hattiesburg. I'm the oldest of three or four, my mom. I'm living in a single parent home, so my mom. I live with my mom here in Hattiesburg. My dad lives in Florida with a half brother. That's I have two brothers and one sister. Both brothers are the same age. They're both 15, about to be 16, so they're both about to be on the road. So watch out for that. And then <laughs> I also have uh, my sister Cameron Mitchell. Um, she's she actually goes to Southern as well. She's a sophomore, and she's in Kappa Delta, so she's into the sorority life right now. Awesome. Um, you mentioned grew up in a single parent home, was a family of faith. And then at what point did you decide um, that you needed or wanted that personal relationship with Jesus? Well, yeah, um, my family's always grew up in the church. I've always known about like Jesus and all like, all like, what's he about? What is he about and all that? So I didn't really like accept him into my life. It's kind of weird the church that I was going to at the time back in 2008, um, we didn't actually have a building yet. So we would meet at either the Hattiesburg convention center or we'd meet at actually on campus of Southern at the Thad Conquer center. And it's kind of weird because both of those places we would have either walkthroughs or like some type of practice we've had there regarding football. So it's just kind of weird how everything works out. So I didn't do that. I remember accepting Christ. It was on a Sunday, I think the Sunday before Christmas. Uh, I think it was December 21st of 2008. And I don't remember exactly what was said. I just remember something being said, and it just stuck out to me about just the Lord and just how he's always there for you and how you can never do anything wrong. And, like, he's always going to forgive you for all that stuff. And that's when I, that's when I really – I just kind of broke down. I just remember being in tears and then having to go to the back. Like, we, that was back when you walked to the front of the – to the podium and they he talked to the pastor and stuff like that so that's when I really first accepted him I remember getting baptized not too long after we had with that church we got we got baptized in a pool in one of the family church members family's house so I remember like it was yesterday that's awesome and we'll get back to uh your faith in a moment we'll talk about uh sports um, you mentioned, you know, playing football at Southern Miss. So talk about the journey um, to get to Southern Miss. I mean, you grew up there in Hattiesburg. Um, so obviously grew up knowing a lot about Southern Miss football. So talk about the journey to to get there in the recruiting process. Uh, well, as a kid, I always played pretty much everything. But my main, my main sports were football and baseball. And I actually was originally committed to go to Jones Junior College, which is only about 10 or 15 minutes from Hasburg. And I was going to play both. I was going to play both there. But uh, 
the day before signing day, because I didn't really go to any camps or anything, just because whether it was like money situations or something with that with my mom. So I just basically how I got recruited was just people were coming to my games. And I actually ended up missing, I think, I missed half the regular season my senior year, so it kind of hurt me. And I also didn't even play my sophomore year. I wanted to focus on baseball, but that didn't that didn't work out. I ended up my my, my quarterback then in high school. He uh, we had a conversation in my front in his front yard, just throwing the football around. He was just like, "Man, I really need you. I feel like you can go far in football." And I just I had faith in him. I just trusted him because we've been friends since t-ball and flag football. So it was just a matter of trusting in him and then I just had a, a vision that whatever he said was going to work out and it ended up working out that way and so we ended up winning state I ended up coming back for the playoffs winning state and uh I'd say well, even though I had a great season my senior year I didn't I didn't have any offers besides JUCO so that's why I was going the Jones junior college route and the day before signing day, the recruiting recruiting coordinator at Southern Miss, um, he called and offered me a, a scholarship, and I accepted it on the spot, and I ended up signing that next day. And so that was the only D1 offer I got. Wow. And to get to play at home. Yeah, and it's right here in my backyard. So I get to, I have family members all the time, friends. I know we do an eagle walk. We do an eagle walk before every game. And I see countless number of people. Everybody says, like, all my teammates, they were just – they were always, like – they would always – they said, don't get behind Jordan because you're going to get stuck. So, I always have fans and family that are always there to support me. That's awesome. So, is there a player, um, just from a pure athletic standpoint, while you're – you know, whether high school or there at Southern Miss, that just really um, stands out, like I said, just from pure athletics? Um, would you say athletics like physically and mentally? Or yeah, is that yeah? Yeah, okay. yeah. I definitely, I definitely have to say Nick Mullins. He was my quarterback my freshman year, and just he kind of resembles a lot of Drew Brees. Just, just the way he prepares, he always knows what to do with the football. There's never like anything that really surprises him. Like I know, uh, recently, I don't know if you saw it when Drew Brees was just walking through by himself after practice one day like I saw that countless and number number of times was Nick and just the way that he led led that team and still is like in contact with all of us just just the type of guy that he is it it really it really stands out to me and really was like a role model to me and 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 actually you know had quite the success last year um, mm-hmm. with the 49ers when uh, Garoppolo was out injured. And you know, that was fun to watch. I, you know, you know, we talked about this when we first connected. For several different reasons, our family's been connected with Southern Miss for uh-huh. six or seven seasons. And getting to see him play in person was, was pretty unbe- uh, unbelievable. I hadn't thought about that until you mentioned it. The Very familiar to, to Drew Brees, even in size. Yeah, yeah just, and they both just find a way. Yep. Yeah, I tell my son all the time, those are guys that are just flat-out winners. Mm-hmm. You know, people they're, they're people say they can't win, play, but – Yeah. Determination. Yeah, absolutely. So, you just finished up uh, your final game as a college football player um, in a bowl game. Did not go quite the way y'all wanted. 
Um, but talk about the emotions of that final game and um, and what you know playing college football meant to you. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like you said, it didn't end the way we wanted it, but. I mean, I think we've had we had like a month or so of preparation and practice, and I think honestly, think it was a blessing just just because we got to soak it in. Like we had to, we had time. It wasn't like we played one week and the next week it was we're done. So we really got to like soak it in and just embrace every moment, just every practice that we endured just to prepare for that game. I definitely think the emotions were they were there and they were alive and well. Uh, just. I don't know, just knowing that it was your last game is kind of hard. You don't really know it's your last game until the clock hits zero, and I think that's when it really hit me because, I mean, I had countless teammates and my brothers just coming up to me, just hugging me, just saying thanks for everything that you've done for Southern Miss and stuff like that. So then it really started to sink in that, like, dang, this is my last game. But, mm. I mean, like I said after the game, I saw you, I said, I mean, this is, I mean, this is one chapter in my life, so – I'm just looking forward. I mean, I'm blessed with all the ups and downs that it gave me then. And so I'm looking forward to prepare me for the next chapter of my life. Do you know what plans are for football? Uh, well, the baseball career is pending. I, the head coach actually came in contact with me not too long ago, a few weeks ago, and just asked if they were kind of under rostered and they were looking for somebody in-house basically just so they didn't have to go through all the hard work and paperwork and all that so it could be an easy process so possibly I might be doing that but if that doesn't work out um, I actually am looking at doing I'm getting my master's here in the summer and so in sports management and also have a in my undergrad in business administration so I'm looking forward to either doing medical sales or uh, working with my uncle. He does a, he has a bodily protection company that he's been running. So I might end up going that route, but right now I'm going to focus on school. I'm going to focus on school, getting that degree might help mom out around the house or find a little job somewhere. But that's really what I have for long-term is kind of do medical sales or, or uh, with my uncle. That's awesome. So what would you say is your greatest memory or um, accomplishment in your career? Mm, I, for my greatest memory, I think it would just be like being with my teammates, honestly, just just going through everything that you have to go through. Nobody else knows that and, and except for the guys to the left and the right of you. So, I mean, they're the ones that are there for you when you're doing good, doing bad. So that'd be my probably my greatest memory, just because those those are going to last a lifetime. The games and stuff will be over, but the relationships those are what carries on. Uh, and I have to say, my greatest accomplishment uh, is probably honestly not giving up with everything that I've gone through as far as injuries, setbacks. That'd probably be my greatest accomplishment. Accomplishment is just not quitting, not giving up, and just falling falling to my teammates, my family, and the Lord for just, like, keeping me up, keeping me upright. So on the – kind of on the opposite end of that, I hate to use the word disappointment. What was maybe the greatest challenge? Uh, I'd have to say maybe not knowing if you did good enough. Just – I mean, just in every aspect. And maybe not, like, a disappointment would probably be – letting like people down as far as whether it be coaches or your family, 
Because, I mean, you know how it is. A lot of people expect a lot out of you. So if you don't reach those expectations, sometimes the wrong person, the wrong person could hold it against you. So as maybe I know some of those people, maybe I don't, but maybe, yeah, that's probably my greatest disappointment is probably letting people down. So your position coach, coach uh, Scotty Walden, um, actually a previous guest on this podcast and probably the one so far with the most downloads, just incredible young guy, yeah. up and coming coach, but just fiery guy. So, talk about mm-hmm. what it's like to play for a guy like that with just so much passion for football, but also passion for Christ. Oh yeah, definitely. I've there's a reason that it's probably the most downloaded, just because that's how that's the type of guy that he is. It's not he, he didn't put on a front or a show right. for you. Like that's how he is day in and day out. I think playing for Coach Walden was probably the greatest greatest blessing that we needed as a football team and as a receiver room, just the way that he carries himself and the way that he he lives his life daily, just for an example for us. I know, I mean, every meeting, whatever it is, he's always got some word of encouragement. Like he, he says all the time, like it's, it's way more than football. Like he'll say that every day. He said, like, if we don't, if you don't have like your life right with the Lord, none of this other stuff's going to work. Football class, jobs, anything else. It's all it's all going to end up falling short. So he preached that day in and day out. I know we would always have, we would always have a prayer uh, before, before each practice just to start and thank the Lord for everything that he's given us and all that stuff. And so, and his energy is literally through the roof. There's not a guy in probably in Mississippi, not even close that has that same passion, just <laughs> alive and well, like as a person and as for Christ. That's awesome. And I know um, when he and I were exchanging text messages leading up to, to y'all coming to Texas, the bowl game, uh, I asked him, I said, hey, is there anybody with Southern Miss football that you'd recommend um, for our podcast? And, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Within probably a minute, his response was, Jordan Mitchell, you got to talk to this guy. So I know um, the respect is mutual. You know, you talked about what he means to the receiver room. I know um, mm-hmm. just in talking to him, what you mean to him. So um, I know that's quite quite an honor as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we had this conversation when we came over to the team hotel um, the week y'all were here about social media. Um, I want to ask, you know, talk about – being on social media, especially Twitter as an athlete, because a lot of fans, grown-ups, can get downright mm-hmm. ugly um, yeah, over the game of sure. football. So how do you, as an athlete, how do you deal with that? Um, I definitely think it's something that you're going to come in contact with as a student, especially in the college aspect. It's definitely going to be present. Uh, I think the way that you have to go about it is you can't you can't read everything. Coach Hop and Coach Walden both say the same thing, like, people are going to talk good about you and people are going to talk bad about you. So, and he said, neither one of those are true. Either way, you got to go to, you got to go to work every day and just set an example. I mean, there's going to be people, you could be the best, but somebody, there's always going to be that nitpicker that Mm -hmm. is going to try to find something wrong. So you can't, you can't base your, your, uh, how you go about your life on other people's opinions. You got to put your trust and your faith in, in Jesus and know what he says, who's who he says you are. And so, I mean, it's going to be difficult for any anybody because, like you said, I mean, there's grown there's grown men, people that are your parents and 
your like your relatives like they're people those days they're going to talk about you so but you can't you can't really listen to it you can't you got to block out the noise and just focus on your job at hand and just trying to be the best you that you can be for yourself and the people around you absolutely i like that i like what you said i wrote that down just know who jesus says you are because that's really all that matters and that kind of leads me to the next question um the demands of being a college student is is a lot, but you know you add in being a student athlete, especially in football. I mean, that's mm-hmm. arguably could be a full time job. So how do you how do you balance that um, the demands of being a student and a football player with staying connected spiritually to to the church? And then the second part of that is you know kind of dealing with identity. How do you balance uh, being humble? with because you have fans you know showing up every saturday telling you how good you are so how do you how do you stay grounded in your faith um i definitely think it has to be do with like responsibility choices dedication along that line you have to be responsible for what you have to get done like like you said we got football school and then also church life so that all comes down to choices. Like what are you choosing to do with your time? You only have so much time in a day and a week. So it's a matter of being the best you being how to be the best you, you can be. That's what you have to do. So it's just a matter of being dedicated to your, your football. Like, yeah, I mean, you have to go to practice, but I mean, you can spend 10 minutes getting extra football, but then also, I mean, that's 10 minutes after that is 20 minutes total. You get 10 minutes of extra football work and you can just, open your Bible and read something or just fellowship with somebody about, around the team about anything related to, to the Lord. I know we have our, uh, our FCA pastor, brother Mitch, Mitch Williams. He, he's um, at our practices every day, just walking laps, just getting in contact with people, just seeing how they're doing. Cause I mean, just asking somebody how they're doing can go a long way because you don't know mm-hmm. what people are going through. There's so many different stories on every team. So, I, and we also have, after every, I think it's Wednesday practice, we stay after and just we'll have somebody different from around the community of Hattiesburg just talking to us. So just getting in that little time with the Lord. I mean, because you can go on Sunday, but that's just not going to be enough. I know I know, uh, Brother Mitch says all the time, you can't eat one day out of the week and expect to survive. So that's the same thing with the spiritual life. You can't just go on a Sunday. So, I mean, there's different there's different ways you can go and getting getting in the Word. You don't have to do it by yourself. You find a buddy that makes it a lot easier just to hold you accountable. So I think the main thing, how do I balance all of it, is just you just have to make the right choices and see what's better, what's best for you and your team. That's awesome. I like that. I like that quote about um, you can't eat once a week and survive. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's that's true, not just in uh, um, for athletes. I mean, that's that's all of us. Yeah, that's everybody. So let me ask you about the role of sports, and I don't want to get political by any means, but our culture is very divided, whether it's politics, race, socioeconomics, you name it. But sports has um, this unique ability to tear down those walls and bring people together. So in your experience in athletics, how have you seen sports tear down those walls? Um, Yeah, Like you said, I think, I think now and more than ever, I think sport, the sports world has can have the biggest um, impact on just bringing different cultures, like you said, together. I know 
uh, the football team, we do different things, not that really don't even have anything to do with football. I know we have a DeBard school that has a uh, learning disabilities, um, kids and children. I know we go there at least, I know we go once every season, but we just go there and just love on, love on just people that just might not get it as much or just aren't, aren't like me and you there. They have something like physically impaired or mentally impaired. So it's just about showing love when you love somebody that goes a long way. And then we also, we also do during around Christmas time, we go to, we go to Christian services and just serve food. We just serve others and fellowship with them. I mean, people that are on the streets here in Hattiesburg, that don't have a place to stay and maybe don't have anywhere to eat. We just go and fellowship with them and just let them know that people do care about them and people do love them. And I mean, we have, I mean, as far as a platform, I know we have different news media that comes along with us and just shows that we're more than just football players. There's, there's actually a soul behind, like underneath the helmet, mm-hmm. underneath the pads. So, I mean, we're people too, and we make mistakes, but also we can serve and love others just as well as anybody else can. I like that. There's a soul under the helmet and pads because a lot of times people tend to forget that. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, so that's good. So this this next question, um, kind of ask you for some advice or encouragement. Um, a lot of our listeners are student athletes and coaches, and you know, you mentioned having a platform. So athletics as a platform can be used for good or bad. Um, mm-hmm. So, how would you encourage a student athlete or a coach that wants to use their platform um, for good for? Uh, being bold in their faith, but maybe could be struggling in that area. So how would you encourage them to, to be more bold? Uh, I know coach Walton gives us two scriptures. I mean, it, it falls, I guess, along the lines of the uh, being bold, but one of them that we have every week when we go over our study sheet for the, for our opponent and the day before the game is Galatians six, nine. So it's, it says, let us not become weary and doing good for at the proper time. We'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. So that's just basically saying just keep doing good, keep chopping wood because one day it's all going to – you're going to reap a harvest. You're going to get that reward that you've been wanting to be. Like you said, you want to be the best athlete or coach. So you have to do the little things right, and then you're going to get rewarded. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be next week, but it will be over time. It will be at the time when you need it most. And then also Matthew 5, 14 through 16, just like a brief – brief uh summary i guess would be just be a light that shines around you so for your peers so they they might see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven so basically that's just saying spread positive spread positivity spread love and just be just be an influence i mean coach i know one of my offensive coordinators she said the best leader is one who has positive influence so just being an influence for others around you and just know that when you are bold for Christ, you're going to, somebody else needs to see that boldness because they might not, they might not be as far deep in, in their Christian life as you are. So just seeing someone else be bold and you can also, they might tag along with you more than likely not. They're going to tag along with you if they're a Christian follower and they'll just, you'll be an example for them to how you're supposed to live your life. That's good. I like that. Um, someone needs to see your boldness. I haven't, mm-hmm. Heard anybody say it exactly like that. That's good because that's a good reminder for all of us, not just those that are athletes or coaches, that no matter where we are, there's somebody every day that needs to see our bowlers. Mm-hmm. That's good for stuff. For sure. 
So let me ask you, you just quoted two scriptures, but I, I want to ask you, um, you know, if you had a favorite verse, like a life verse, or if there's one that God's really just used in your life personally recently that you'd share with us. Uh, I know it's kind of cliche, but it's Philippians 4.13. I actually have it. I don't know. It's probably backwards, but I have it on my arm. This is the only tattoo I have. And it said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so basically, that's basically my life. It's not even just football. I know just growing growing up in a single-parent home, that's one. I mean, uh, my parents – I actually had a stepdad and they got ended up getting divorced after seven years. And so just having the strength to make it through that, being there for my mom, my, my brother, sister, just all that stuff. And then just with football, specifically football, just the countless number of injuries. I probably had as many injuries as everyone else did and since I've been here combined. Mm-hmm. But just having just having the strength not to give up and just keep on battling. I, f- I wouldn't trade it. If I could do it all over again the same exact way, I would. I wouldn't go anywhere else. I wouldn't have anything else happen. I mean, it's all made me a stronger person. I wouldn't be where I am today if everything that's happened to me didn't happen to me. So That's good. That's a good reminder because a lot of times um, we forget that if all we had was success and everything was easy, mm-hmm. we would forget what it's like for our need to rely on God. So yeah. I think a lot of times we go through those tough times just as a good reminder to, um, that we don't, we can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. That's good. So last question, um, two words in sports specifically you hear a lot is, is, is all in. I mean, it's all over t-shirts, wristbands, you name it, but it's also all in the new Testament. You know, Jesus talks about, um, you know, we have to be selfless, to follow him. So this is more of a practical question, Jordan, in your daily walk, what does it look like to be all in for Jesus? Uh, I think uh, to be all in with Jesus, that means, I mean, uh, coach Walton says it all the time. He like, we don't want any toe dippers. Like you don't see somebody <laughs> go, you don't see somebody go to the pool and well, you don't want to be that guy that goes to the pool, you and all your buddies and you just stick your toe in the water and see if it's cold and see if see if it's hot or whatever. Like you, you want those people that throw off their t shirt, go in, jump in, do a cannonball. So I think that relates to how God wants us to be in his walk with him is just all in. You don't want to be lukewarm. He says you want to either be one or the other. So just being all in, just choosing choosing the Lord and choosing to be more like him and choosing to show people that he, he lives within you daily. I think that's what it means to be all in as far as going to Christ's life. That's good stuff, man. Hey, I know um, a lot happening in your life and um, busy. So I appreciate you taking some time to, to join us. Oh, no problem. This is definitely one of my best interviews or podcasts I've ever done. So I appreciate you and coach Walden. Uh, for recommending me to do it. I mean, if you need anything else, I'm more than welcome to help where I can. That's awesome. Thank you again to Jordan for taking time of his busy schedule to join us and to share his heart. I love his his passion for Christ, using the platform of athletics to make Jesus known, to to shine his light bright and reminding us to to know who Jesus says you are. Um, We talked about that a lot in the context of being a student athlete, that you hear a lot of negative. 
You know, people praise you when you're doing well and people tear you up when you're doing bad. And that's, that's so true of, of all of us, no matter where we are in life. We all need to know who Jesus says we are. We're created in God's image. If we are a follower of Christ, we're a child of God. We need to understand that. Our identity is not in sports. It's not in wins and losses. It's not in the business deal we did. It's not in in our family. It is who God says we are. So that is just my encouragement that I took away um, from the time with Jordan is that I need that reminder as well. Um, To show love, to, to serve others. There's... Um, there's no greater joy, no greater calling that we have is to, to love God, to love others. That involves showing them love and serving them. We talked about um, favorite scriptures, Galatians 9. Um, don't grow weary in doing good. He talked about Coach Scotty Walden, um, who was a former guest on the podcast, talking about that every week to the wide receiver group there at Southern Miss. Um, and that applies to you and me as well. It's, it's easy to get down. We get so busy and oftentimes doing good things, but don't grow weary in doing good. Um, and, you know, being all in, it's, it's not dipping your toes in, in the waters. You know, we don't want any toe dippers, right? You want, Jesus wants us to be all in. He doesn't want us to stand at the edge and just have a toe or, or a foot, and He wants 100%. Um, he doesn't want us lukewarm, half in, half out. It's either in or out, and being all in for Christ means every moment of every day. So thank you again for listening. I hope you were encouraged like I was, and um, just just Jordan's desire to to make Jesus known, I know encouraged you as it did me. So I want to ask you to share this episode with a family member or a friend. I know there's somebody in your life that needs to be encouraged today, so share it with them. I would also ask you, if you're not a subscriber to this podcast, that whatever podcasting platform you're using, to click the subscribe button. There are over a hundred episodes before this one that will encourage you, and there's a so many more coming. I'm so excited about um, the podcast going into more in, in, into the year 2020. God continues to, to bring us incredible guests, incredible stories I know you will not want to miss. So please subscribe. Look us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just type in All In Sports Hours and it will take you to our, our pages. You can find out who we are, why we do what we do. You can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to... Um, for you to send us a message. Um, you can also do it through our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. Again, find out just a little bit more about us. But most of all, we're so incredibly thankful that you listened, that you support us, you encourage us, and for your prayers.